Thank you, Jesus. Leviticus chapter 20, the verse number 7. Leviticus number 20, chapter 20, the verse number 7. Leviticus 27. Reading from the New Living Translation. So set yourselves apart to be holy. So set yourselves apart to be holy. For I am the Lord your God. So set yourselves apart to be holy. For I am the Lord your God. First Peter chapter 1, the verse number 15. First Peter chapter 1, the verse number 15. But now you must be holy in everything you do. Hmm. People, the concept of holiness has never been taken away from the church has never been taken away from the people of god the concept of holiness is still active up until now but now you must it is a must it is a must to be holy in everything we do but now you must be holy in everything you do in everything which means that holiness is not limited to only spiritual activities holiness is not limited to only spiritual activities but holiness is supposed to stretch throughout every single thing that we are into today holiness in everything we do in the way we talk in the way we eat in the way we live our lives in the way we relate with people we must exercise holiness in every part of our lives so the bible said but now you must be holy in everything you do in everything emphasis on the word everything just as god who chose you is holy so you need to understand god chose us not because we are holy as a matter of fact god chose us before we we were even supposed to be holy the bible said but now you must be holy in everything you do just as god who chose you is holy which means that when god was choosing us we were not holy 
So it doesn't matter the life you were in when God chose you. It doesn't matter the way you were living your life when God chose you. It doesn't matter the things you were into when God chose you. What matters now is what you do now and how you live your life now. I'm not preaching yet. This is just the introduction of my message. So follow carefully. Tonight I am going to speak on the will of the holy men. The military, they have their code. They have their will. Doctors have their code. Doctors have their will. Students have their code. Students have their will. Follow carefully. Follow carefully. Students, lecturers, they have their code, they have their will. Christians have their code, they have their will. Tonight, my focus is on the will of the holy men, which means that men and women who are holy also have their code and they have their will and that will is what i am speaking on today are you a christian and are you holy if you are holy then this is your code i am going to be speaking on this is your will i am going to be speaking on Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14 the Bible said work at living in peace with everybody work at living in peace with everyone and work at living a holy life work at living a holy life work on living a holy life which means that living a holy life is a requirement it is something that you are expected to do it is something that you are expected to work on it is something that you are expected to build up being holy is not a gift having or living a holy life is not a skill it is something we build up it is something we work on i don't know if i am speaking to somebody in this place people who are holy are not gifted holiness is not a gift holiness is something we work on holiness is something we build so hebrews chapter 12 the verse number 14 said work at living in peace with everyone and work at living a holy life for those who are not holy will not see the lord those who are not holy will not see the lord those who are not holy will not see 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 the lord when we talk about the will we are talking about the faculty by which a person decides on and initiates action so it is out of your will that you are able to make a decision it is out of your will that you are able to take action so people who are unable to take the necessary action are people who have a weak will they have a wavering will they have a weak will people some people are so indecisive some people 
always fail to take the initiative, always fail to take action. Those people have what we call a weak will. They always cannot do the right thing. They always cannot say the right things. They always cannot take the right actions. They know they have to pray, but they are weeping. They know they have to fast, but they are eating. They know they have to be in church, but they are sleeping. These people have what we call a weak will, a weak will. So tonight I am speaking on the will of the holy man. Say the will of the holy man the will of the holy man a person's will refers to their capacity to make choices their capacity to make choices their capacity to make choices make decisions take based on their preferences and desires a person's will some of us have a broken will some of us have a weak will some of us have a wavering will we are not able to make choices we are not able to take decisions we are not able to take actions every day we are waiting for people to tell us do this before we do it go here before we go eat this before we eat you have a weak will if you always have to be told before you do take me to Psalm 101 Psalm the book of Psalms chapter 101 the book of Psalms chapter 101 Psalm 101 Psalm 101 Psalm 101 as I often do Every song must end So I throw my Verse 1, the Bible said I will sing of your love and justice, Lord I will praise you with songs God bless you. I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. So the first will of men that are holy, women that are holy, is that they sing of the love and justice of God. They praise God with songs. Ah. So if somebody, somebody is thinking, so all I have to do to be holy is just to sing of the love of God and the justice of God and just to praise God with songs. Just that. Yes, it's as simple as it's as simple as that. Listen, being holy is no complicated thing. Being holy is not a complex thing. Please listen to me. I will sing of your love and justice. I will praise you with songs. Now the question is, what does it mean to sing of the love and justice of God? That is where the, the question remains. That is where the question lies. What does it mean to sing of the love and justice of God? 
Psalm 89 verse 1 the Bible said I will sing of the Lord's unfailing love forever young and old will hear of your faithfulness what is this so does it mean all we have to do to be holy is to sing <laughs> I will sing of the Lord's unfailing love forever young and old will hear of your faithfulness Psalm 145 verse 7 Psalm 145 verse 7 this is where the clue is follow carefully Psalm 145 verse 7 everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness the first will of every holy person every holy Christian every holy man every holy woman is to have the ability to share the story of the wonderful goodness of God to share the story you must develop the ability to share the story of the wonderful goodness of God that is what it means to think of the love and justice of God share the story with people share the story of how the Lord saved you share the story of how the Lord protected you share the story of how the Lord has been faithful share the story of how the Lord made you flourish share the story of how the Lord have kept you whilst you were a child share the story of how the Lord saved you up when you were sick up share the story of how the Lord protected you up and kept all your bones up that not even one was broken up share the story of how up you almost had an accident up but the Lord held you high up that you didn't dash your foot against any stone up share the story up of the wonderful goodness of God share the story everyone the bible didn't say believers the bible didn't say christians the bible said everyone will share the story of the wonderful goodness the first will of those that are holy is that they have what it takes to share the story of the wonderful goodness of god and that is why these days you hear these things in gospel songs every day and these songs are holy songs because those musicians are only sharing the story of the wonderful goodness of God they are sharing the story of how the Lord has been good to them how the Lord has protected them how the Lord has saved them how the Lord lives in them how the Lord loves them how the Lord has made them glad this is not a complex thing share their story share the story share the story the Lord has been good to you and your family the Lord has been good to your mom and your dad the Lord has been good to you and your education the Lord has been good to you and your company share the story of how faithful the Lord is share the story of how wonderful his goodness is share somebody type in share the story share the story share the story share the story I've got one response I've got just one When you read the Bible carefully you will realize something He said everyone will share the story he didn't give or he didn't tell us those we are supposed to share the story with 
you might not have the opportunity to share the story with your brethren but you can still share your story in prayer when you are praying say lord you did this for me lord you protected me you are sharing your story even in prayer god you were faithful god you were faithful to my family god you were faithful to my wife god you were faithful to my husband share the story when you are praying share the story when you are singing share the story when you are happy share the story when you are sad share the story when you are blessed share the story when you are going through difficulties learn to share your story of how faithful the lord has been share the story of the wonderful goodness of god share the story think about it the lord has been so faithful to many of us so many of us Psalm 96 verse 1 Psalm 96 verse 1 The Bible said Sing a new song to the Lord Let the whole earth sing to the Lord We are supposed to sing this song Share this story to the Lord Share with the Lord We are supposed to share Even if you do not share with your friends You can still share with the Lord The Lord, you are saying Lord I am grateful Father I am grateful Had it not been for the Lord on our side Lord I am grateful sing a new song to the lord you must learn to change your song up from always asking for things up for always praying for things up for always praying for money up from always praying up for material blessings up and the lord is saying up sing a new song a new song up a new song up i am talking about a new song up i am not talking about the old tune up i am talking about a new song up yes a song up that will cause you to praise god up yes a song that will share in the gratefulness of God in the faithfulness of God in the loving kindness of God yes I am talking about a new song where you praise him and not ask for things sing a new song a new song I don't know if I am speaking to somebody but somebody will sing a new song yes I am I am talking about a new song of appreciation I am talking about a new song of loving kindness I am talking about a new song of great I am talking about a new song of thankfulness. A new song. Verse 2. Psalm 96 verse 2. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Each day proclaim the goodness that he saves. Each day. Each day. Each day. Each day. You sleep, you wake up. Each day. You sleep, you wake up. Each day. You sleep, you wake up. Each day. Proclaim the goodness that he saves. You wake up in the morning. You say, Lord, you have saved me again. You wake up in the morning. You say, God, you have protected me again. You wake up in the morning, you say, God, had it not been for you, had it not been for your presence, had it not been for you, Lord, for you, Lord, each day, each day, he said, proclaim, you see, there is a way where a song can be sung in the things we say, when the Bible talks about a song, the Bible is not talking about music, the Bible is talking about your proclamation, if you can proclaim the goodness of the Lord, 
that 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 is your new song that is your song somebody under the sound of my voice shall sing a new song I am talking about a song about how the Lord has been faithful about how the Lord saved you from death about how the Lord saved you from the voices of your enemies about how the Lord saved you from the orchestrations of the devil I am talking about a new song in which there is a proclamation it's a declaration and there is a decree each day we shall proclaim each day we shall proclaim each day we shall declare each day we shall pray each day we shall proclaim the good news that he says that the Lord says there is no greater message than the Lord says there is no greater message than the Lord says I don't know if I am speaking to somebody but I said from today you shall begin to proclaim daily 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 that the Lord says that the Lord says that the Lord says which means you will not have time to cry over your over your pain you will not have time to weep over your difficulties you wouldn't have time to weep over the strange things you are going through because you will be spending time in proclaiming the good news that the Lord says somebody declare 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 the Lord says the Lord saves saves not the Lord says the Lord saves each day proclaim the good news that he the Lord saves the Lord saves the Lord has saved us all he saves us every day we sin every day and yet he saves us every day we are disobedient every day and yet he saves us every day we are troublesome we are stubborn every day and yet he saves us every day oh god we shall lift the name of the lord on high the lord saves the Lord saves the Lord saves each day each day each day every day every morning every night every afternoon every day every new year every day every new month every day every week proclaim the good news that God saves that God saves that God saves that is the first will of the holy man the first will if you are holy the first thing you must do is to sing of the love and justice of God is to share the story of the wonderful goodness of God is to proclaim the good news that God saves that is the first will the first will is to sing of the love and justice of God Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Somebody say thank you, Jesus.
every song must end. Now, I am going to share with you eight different things that fall within the will of the holy man. Eight things. Eight things. So the first one is what I've shared with you. So we are our principal verse is Psalm 101. And I've spoken on the first wheel, which is I will sing of your love and justice. Number two, the second wheel of the holy man. The second wheel. The second wheel of the holy man. The second wheel of the holy man. Psalm 101 verse 2. He said, I will be careful to live a blameless life. So the second will of they that are holy is that they are careful to live a blameless life. <laughs> they are careful to live a blameless life. I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. So the second will of the holy man is that I will be careful to live a blameless life. I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. Now let me speak on integrity. Integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. Integrity, integrity, integrity. Integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. That is the problem with many people. You cannot be holy if you are not upright, if you are not honest, if you do not have integrity. How do you expect to be holy? Many people are so not honest. They are not honest at all. They cannot be honest. They are not honest. They don't have integrity. I will be careful to live a blameless life. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 3. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 3. The Bible said, Honesty guides good people. Which means that the Holy Spirit is not the only one that leads people. Honesty also leads good people. Honesty can guide good people. And the Bible said, This honesty destroys treacherous people. If you are dishonest, if you do not have integrity, you will be destroyed. Verse 4, riches won't help you on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death, which means that God is not the only one that protects you from death. Your right doings or your right manner or your right ways of living can also save you from death. Right living can save you from death. Right living, living right, living holy can also save you from death. Living holy can save you from death. Verse 5, the Bible said, The godly are directed by honesty. 
those who are godly they are directed by honesty you must have integrity you must be honest you must live a blameless life Holiness can never be taken away from the church. Holiness can never be taken away from the ministry. Holiness can never be taken away from serving God. And the second will of they that are holy is that these people, they have integrity, they live a blameless life, they live righteously, they live right, and then the Bible said their honesty will guide them. Their honesty. The godly are directed by honesty. The wicked fall beneath their load of sin. There are so many people under the sound of my, my voice. They are burdened with stuff. They are burdened with a load. And this load is as a result of their sins. This load is as a result of their disobedience. This load is as a result of the things they are doing. The things they find themselves doing. They are abused. They are ignorance. And it has become a burden over themselves. It has become a great load over their own heads the godly are directed by honesty the wicked fall beneath their load of sin verse 6 the bible said the godliness of good people rescues them which means that being rescued can also come from being holy or living blamelessly there is a manner in which we pray for the lord to rescue us there is another manner or another level or another dimension where our righteous living or our life of holiness can also rescue us from the plans of the devil from the schemes of the devil let us get these things straight the godliness of good people rescues them and the ambition of treacherous people traps them godliness holiness these things matter spirituality is not just about prayer and fasting spirituality is not just about sowing seeds it is also about holiness living a blameless life live right for god live right for god live right for god i know people do not like these messages anymore so whenever we are preaching messages like this you know people do not want to listen people will never come and listen what they want to hear is that the lord is going to bless you next week what they are going to do what they want to hear is that the lord is going to uplift you and and change your story the lord is going to do this if you are going to live a blameless life your 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 transformation is secured the lord shall rescue you you must learn to live right for god live holy for god Holiness is a must. Proverbs chapter 20, the verse number 7. Proverbs chapter 20, the verse number 7. The godly walk with integrity. Are you godly? Then you must have integrity. And I said integrity is the quality of being honest. You are honest. You don't steal from people. You are honest. You don't deceive people. You are honest. You don't steal from the church. You are honest. You don't steal from the brethren. You are honest. You don't steal from your boss. You are honest. You don't steal from the ministry. You are honest. The godly walk with integrity. The godly walk with they walk with integrity. And the Bible said, Blessed are their children who follow them. 
which means that if you are following a man who works with integrity the bible said automatically you are blessed listen some of us i believe we have the integrity of god and we can boldly say it we don't steal we don't abuse we have integrity blessed are they who walk with integrity Honest people, their sons are blessed, their daughters are blessed, their children are blessed. When you see children that are not blessed, the, the integrity of their fathers are questionable. When you see sons and daughters that are not blessed, the integrity of their fathers and mothers are questionable. Their godly walk with integrity. Blessed are their children who follow them. Listen, the Bible didn't say blessed are their children that they gave birth to. The Bible said blessed are their children who follow them. Which means that a child or a son or a daughter is not automatically blessed because you are a daughter or a son. But you are blessed because you are following in the ways of your father. You are following in the ways of your mother. Am I speaking? to somebody you must learn to follow with follow the ways of your father as they walk with God with integrity you must learn and follow you must learn and follow you must learn and follow these things integrity 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 blessed are their children who follow them it is not every son that follows us it is not every daughter that follows us we have sons who are thieves we have daughters who are thieves we have sons and children who abuse the things we teach them and the things they are supposed to learn and these people will never be blessed this is not a curse this is what the bible is saying the bible is saying blessed are the sons and daughters who follow their fathers with integrity Titus chapter 2 verse 7 Titus chapter 2 verse 7 and you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind good works of every kind those of you who think good works the uh, good works are not supposed to be in the church or breath the brethren are not supposed to be doing good works please you are joking the bible said and you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind if it is money good works of every kind if it is support good works of every kind if it is advice good works of every kind if it is cleaning good works of every kind if it is sweeping good works of every kind if it is taking care of the money good works of every kind 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 some of you you have been in this ministry for several years and yet you are doing nothing in here we have been an example to you for so many years I have been an example to you for so many years I have been a father to you for so many years for for some of you for months for some of you for weeks I have been a great leader for some of you for so many years I've been an I've been an example for so many of you and yet you are not learning anything you are not doing any good works you are not you are not following in the instructions that are given you are not showing up for programs you are not giving offerings and tithes you are not doing anything the bible said good works of every kind
kind every emphasis on is on the word every every kind good works of every kind you are here you have been learning for you you have been under us for so many years and yet you are not doing the things we are teaching you you are not you are not praying you are not fasting you are not reading your bible you are not following in the instructions you are not doing or reading the daily devotionals you are not doing anything you are just there You are not giving, you are not tithing, you are not doing anything. You are not joining services, you join every now and then. The Bible said, let everything you do reflect the integrity and the seriousness of the teachings we are teaching. We teach with integrity. We teach with all seriousness. We do not joke here. You know this, we do not joke here. And yet, there is nothing that some of you are doing that reflects the integrity and the seriousness of our teachings. You are not learning. You are not building yourself up. You are not being a disciple. You are not a son. You are not a daughter. You are just a follower. You are not doing anything. You are just a fan. You are standing from behind. You are standing from afar. You are not doing anything. Let everything you do, which means that whether there are services or not, even in my absence, you must do things that reflect the integrity and the seriousness of the teachings I teach. When I am around or not, it must reflect. When I am there or not, it must reflect. When I am seeing you or not, it must reflect. When I am talking to you on the phone or not, it must reflect. When we are meeting in person or not, it must reflect. Whether I am present or not, the things you are into must reflect the integrity and the seriousness of the teachings I teach. I do not come here to waste my time. And I do not come here more importantly to waste the time of God. I come here to teach with integrity and seriousness. And yet, your life doesn't reflect the integrity and the seriousness of the teaching. So the first will of the holy men is that they sing of the love and justice of God. Number two, the second will of the holy men is that the Bible said they are careful, they are careful, they are careful to live a blameless life and they lead a life of integrity in their own home, in their own home. When the Bible says in their own home, it means that in their private space, in their private place, even when the pastor is not around, even when the teachers are not around, even even when the shepherds are not around, even when we do not have services, even when you are browsing on your own, even when you are on TikTok on your own, even when you are on Facebook on your own, even when you are on the internet on your own, you still lead a life of integrity in your private space. Some of you are only spiritual when we have services. And some of you, even when we are doing services, they are browsing. Some people are on, on Instagram, even as I'm speaking now. People are on Instagram, people are on TikTok, people are on Facebook, people are browsing on other platforms. You think you are doing me? Hmm. The, the third wheel of the holy man, the third wheel, of the holy man still reading from Psalm 101 Psalm 101 verse 3 the Bible said I will refuse to look at 
anything vile and vulgar I will refuse I will I will the third will of the holy men is that they refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar I hate all who deal crookedly I will I will have nothing to do with them can I expound on this I will refuse so the third will of those who are holy is that they refuse to look at anything that is vile and vulgar and they hate or who deal crookedly and they have nothing to do with them vile and vulgar are both words used to describe things that are offensive disgusting or morally objectionable morally unacceptable vile is an edge is an adjective that is used to characterize something as extremely unpleasant wicked or repulsive vile things vile often refers to actions behaviors or situations that are morally wrong some things are morally morally wrong we, we do not entertain those things follow carefully vile 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 it often refers to actions behaviors situations that are morally wrong or deeply offensive there are some things we are not supposed to entertain in the church there are some things we are not supposed to entertain in the ministry that the man of god is sleeping with the sons and daughters that the women of god are sleeping with the sons the men of god are sleeping with the daughters that there is incest everywhere people who adopt sons people who adopt daughters and, and they are sleeping with them they are having sex with them they are abusing them they are doing all sorts of vile things with them follow carefully can I speak to somebody now? These things are going on in the church today. Last night, it was around 12 midnight, the Lord spoke to me, son, I want you to speak on the will of the holy man. And as a matter of fact, the Lord gave me this message many weeks ago. And I was waiting for the right time to speak on the matter. And last night, the Lord said, prepare this message, make it whole, and preach to my people about it. I need my people to be holy. I need my people to be focused. I need my people to do the right things. I need my people to develop a strong will for holiness. Vile things vile behaviors vile actions vile situations morally wrong things deeply offensive things vulgar vulgar when 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 the bible talks about vulgar vulgar is when something sorry when something is described as vulgar it encompasses a wide range of inappropriate or offensive behaviors including those of sexual nature sexual nature these days we have all sorts of sexuality around 
people who 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 are drawn to robots people who are drawn to things people who are addicted to sex toys these things the bible said i will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar yes it's in the bible yes it's in the bible yes it's in the bible these are not my words vulgar language vulgar actions involve explicit or indecent content explicit indecent content socially inappropriate things these days every woman is twerking on social media these days every woman is wearing tight things on social media these days everybody's wearing revealing things on social media what is wrong with this generation everybody wants to expose a part of themselves everybody wants to expose a part. what is wrong with this generation only men refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar these days when i'm on social media i spend time tapping on this thing see less of these posts see less of these posts see fewer posts like this because there are too many nonsense or too much nonsense in the system today we have men of god people of god holy men and women of god busily spending their days on this spending their years on this pornographic materials masturbation nonsense this is not judgment so somebody's thinking men of god are too judgmental this is not this is not being judgmental this is the word of god the bible said the third will of the holy men is that they refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar and they hate all who deal crookedly or they hate those who are into that they hate those who are gays they hate those who are lesbians you must hate them you must hate those people that is what the bible is saying I will have nothing to do with them I, I must have nothing to do with them I will not waste my time on them why do I have to expose my body to be beautiful why do I have to expose my body to be beautiful why do I need to be naked to be beautiful why the beautiful things you buy in your room which ones are naked the beautiful tvs you buy in your room are the tvs naked the beautiful flowers you buy in your room are the flowers naked the beautiful lambs you buy in your room are the lambs naked the beautiful things you buy for yourself bags items those things you buy are those things naked you don't need to be naked to be beautiful I will refuse to look at 
anything vile and vulgar i will refuse i will refuse i will refuse which means that the normal or the canal state of your will would want to watch those things would want want to look at those things but because you are a holy man the bible said i will refuse i will refuse refusal is negating the original will refusal is negating the canal state of your will you are saying i will refuse i will not allow it i will refuse to watch vile and vulgar things i will refuse somebody say i will refuse somebody say i will refuse Somebody learning tonight. The fourth wheel of the holy man. The fourth wheel. Somebody say the fourth wheel. The fourth wheel of the holy man. The Bible said, I will reject perverse ideas. I will reject perverse ideas i will reject perverse ideas i will reject perverse ideas when we talk about perverse ideas a perverse idea is an idea showing a deliberate and obstinate desire to behave in a way that is unreasonable or unacceptable often in spite of the consequences in spite of the consequences perverse idea a deliberate and obstinate desire a passionate desire a desperate desire to behave in a way that is unreasonable or unacceptable often in spite of the consequences many years ago i was speaking to a lady and she shared a story with me she said i was there one afternoon when um, a cousin just came to live with them for a couple of weeks she said she was there when the cousin came one after when the cousin said he is so drawn to her the cousin is a guy and he is so drawn to her so his cousin should allow herself for him to sleep with her perverse ideas perverse ideas how did how did you get this idea in the first place that you would want to sleep with your family you would want to sleep with your cousin you want to sleep with your sister fathers are sleeping with daughters today perverse ideas deliberate and obstinate desire to behave in a particular way that is unreasonable and unacceptable in spite of the consequences 
They don't care what would happen. They will sleep with whatever. They will do whatever. They will steal whatever. Perverse ideas. Perverse ideas. Fourth will of the holy man. The will is they reject perverse ideas. You must learn to reject perverse ideas. That a woman can think or have an idea and begin to think, why don't I sleep with this married man and take him away from his wife? What is wrong with you? Perversion, perverse ideas. And these people do not care about the consequences. They do not care about the side effects. They do not care about what will happen at the end of the day. All they want to do is to engage and feed their desperation. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, one final thing, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true. Fix your thoughts. Fix, fix, ah, fix your thoughts on what is true. Fix your thoughts on what is honorable. Fix your thoughts on what is right. Sometimes you feel like doing something, but is it right? Is it honorable? Sometimes you want to do something, but is it right? Is it honorable? Sometimes you feel, you feel, ah, is it right? Is it honorable? Sometimes a demon look at that. You are drunk. You are feeling something in your system. You are feeling something in your body. Is it pure? Is it right? Is it honorable? I speak over somebody today. From today, you are going to develop the inner tenacity, the inner capacity, the inner way of power. You are going to fix your thoughts on what is true. You are going to fix your thoughts on what is honorable. You are going to fix your mind on what is right. You are going to fix your mind on what is lovely. You are going to fix your mind on what is admirable. I speak to one, two, three, four, seven people under the sound of my voice. Your mindset is changing. Your mindset is changing. Your mind is changing. Ah, can I command somebody in this place as a senior officer I declare that oh God your mind shall be fixated on what is true your mind shall be fixated on what is honorable your mind shall be fixated on what is right your mind your feelings your emotions your passions your desires shall be fixated on what is right and what is pure and what is lovely and what is admirable the fact that you are drawn to a girl does not mean you must ask her out you must deal with that thing the fact that you are lasting after a girl does not mean you must sleep with her you must deal with that thing you must break that thing and conquer that thing and overcome that thing those of you have the urge to watch 
sort of nasty things. I declare, your mind shall be fixed on what is true, what is honorable, what is right, what is pure, what is lovely, what is admirable. In the mighty name of Jesus, shout yes. You are the king of And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Fix your thoughts on what is honorable. Please post the scripture for me. that are excellent and worthy of praise think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise do things that are excellent and worthy of praise people can praise you for what you did people can praise you for what you are doing you know what you are doing that thing you are into is not worthy of praise Stealing from the church's man. Sleeping with your pastor. You do not fear God. Hmm. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 14. Don't do as the wicked do. And don't follow the path of evil doers. Verse 15. Don't even think about it. You see, many of us, eh, our problem is what we think about. It is only human for you to feel drawn to somebody. But it is supernatural for you to overcome that feeling. Because the fact that you are feeling something for somebody that is married, somebody that has a man of God, that that kind of... Please, be careful. The Bible said, don't even think about it. Don't even, don't even. Just stop. Stop right there. Don't even think about it. Don't even think. Don't go that way. That is what the Bible said. Don't even think about it. Don't go that way. Turn away and keep moving. Your mind, as, as far as you are a human being, it is easy for you to think about some things. It is normal for you to think about some things, but it is you need the superpower the superpower of god to deal with those thoughts and the bible said don't even think about it don't go that way turn away turn away turn away turn away turn away and keep moving run away and keep moving turn away and keep moving turn away 
Somebody say, turn away. Say, I will turn away. Say, I will turn away. Say, I will turn away. Say, I am turning away. Say, I am turning away. 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 Shout Jesus three times. If you're a man of God here, let me give you an advice. And please take this from me. I am I am a prophet and I'm not going to lie to you. As a human being, some thoughts that are ungodly will cross your mind. Man of God, can I speak to you? Those thoughts will cross your mind. If those thoughts wouldn't have crossed your mind, the Bible wouldn't have said, don't even think about it. When it crosses your mind, the Bible said, don't go that way. The very moment it comes, push it out. Turn away. Keep moving. Keep moving. If you want to keep moving in life, this is your secret. Don't even think about it. Don't go that way. Turn away. That is the only way you will keep moving in life. I said, if you want to keep moving in this life, don't even think about it. Don't go that way. Turn away and you will keep moving. If you ever see people who rise to the top and some way, somehow, they fall back on the ground, it is because they thought about something, they went that way and they couldn't turn away. So they couldn't keep moving. This is a secret that I have given to you for free. And if you will learn from me, this thing will save your life a thousand times over. Hear me, I always say this. I have done this work. I have been doing prayer life for more than six years now and I have never had any sort of entanglement with any woman apart from my wife I am telling you please listen to me I am telling you I am giving you a secret I am saying this thing boldly it is not common anymore for you to meet men of God that are still holy the truth of the matter is most of the men of God that we see today the things they are into if you find out you will not serve God anymore why because they thought about something they went that way they couldn't turn away this thing will save your life Osofu, this thing will save your life this thing will save your life the fifth will of the holy man i will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. You see, I don't know if you have noticed this. I've given you five things already that form the will of the holy man. And yet, out of the five, only one points to God. The rest points to men. <laughs> hey, 
There is no part of holiness that doesn't involve human beings. As a matter of fact, it is just the first point that points to God. The rest is you and your neighbor, which means if you want to live right for God, be careful of the person you call your neighbor. Be careful of how you relate with your neighbor and be careful of what you do to your neighbor and what they do to you. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. If you want to be holy, check this thing. To slander means, or slander is an action or a crime of making a false spoken statement damaging a person's reputation. Slander is an action or a crime of of making a false spoken statement damaging to a person's reputation when people say false things about their neighbors and they know they are lying they know these things are not true but they just want to pull them down they just want to destroy their reputation those people are called slanderers the bible said do not tolerate those people if you consider yourself to be holy listen it is not god who decides who is holy i am telling you Mr. Danso, let me tell you something. It is not God, Mrs. Danso. It is not God or Miss Danso. It is not God who determines. It is not God who determines who is holy and who is not. I don't know what you have been taught. Prissy, it is not God who determines who is holy. You, you yourself, you determine it yourself. The Bible is telling you what to do to be holy. These, these things I am giving you are the things you are supposed to do to be holy. That is all. If you are going to do these eight things I am giving you, you are holy. So I can boldly say I am holy. Do you understand? Are we together? It is not God who determines who is holy. So these days people think if a man of God says I am holy, then he is proud. What is with this pride thing? Pride thing that is in the ministry today. Everything is pride. A man is blessed. Everything is pride. I've been able to buy this. It's pride. I have this. It's pride. I've never done this before. It's pride. Who told you? What is wrong with us? So the message that I am sharing with you, by the time I am done, you yourself, you know whether you are holy or not. It is not God who determines, you know. Grayson, it is not God who determines, you know. Sarah, it is not God who determines, you know. Do not tolerate people who will give a false spoken statement that is damaging to a person's reputation. Do not tolerate those people. That's what the Bible is saying. And the Bible is saying, I will not endure conceit and pride. Hear me. I walked away from a man of God because of pride. I walked away from a man of God because of his pride. And the man of God went to curse me. The man of God, he went to curse me. Why? Because I walked away from him because of his pride. I am telling you, there is a reason why some of us are not proud. The Bible commands holy men not to endure conceit and pride. The, when the Bible says do not endure, it means that do not live around it. Do not live around it. And so, 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 that is what it means. When you are in the company of people who have conceit or who show conceit and pride, please leave them. They are nobody. I don't care who you are. 
if you have conceit, if you have pride, I walk away from you. Who do you think you are? The Bible says we are not supposed to endure. We are not supposed to. Don't entertain it. Don't tolerate it. Walk away from people who are proud. Walk away from them. Walk away from them. If they have something that is making them proud, leave them to that end. If they have a gift that is making them proud, leave them to that end. But by no chance should you endure it. You are proud. I am walking away from you because the Bible commands us do not endure it. I will not because I am holy. I will not because I am holy. I will not endure conceit. Conceit is excessive pride in oneself. Conceit. Excessive pride in oneself. There are some people, they are so proud in themselves. They see themselves to be above anybody. Walk away from those people. Do not entertain those people. Do not endure them. Do not tolerate them. Do walk away from them. You are too proud. Are we together now? Say, I will not endure conceit and pride. Say, I will not endure conceit and pride. Say, I will not endure conceit and pride. Verse 6 of Psalm 101. The set will of the holy man. The Bible says, I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Please, this thing is a very dangerous thing. Do you know? people who are living their lives like i don't need anybody i will live my life on my own i don't have any companions i don't have any allies i am doing it on my own i don't need anybody those people can never be holy (laughs) god there is a reason why jesus chose 12 companions and when he was sending the commissioned out the bible said he sent them in pairs he didn't send anybody alone he sent them in pairs i was set if you are holy then you must set for faithful people to be your companions when <laughs> listen hey Faithful means remaining loyal and steadfast, beautifully firm and unwavering. I will search for faithful people. When we, are, when we say someone is faithful, it means that the person remains loyal. The person is steadfast. The person is unwavering. Not people who are on and off. Today they are stable. Tomorrow they are not. Today they are fooling. Tomorrow they are not. Today they are with God. Tomorrow they are not. Listen, you are not correct if you are doing that. And the Bible is saying you must set for only those who are faithful to be your companions. Companion in this contest is not referring to a marriage partner. Companion in this contest, in this contest, is a person with whom one spends a lot of time or with whom one travels. People that you travel with, I'm a man of God. People that we travel with are supposed to be people who are faithful. 
people that we work with when we talk about companion in this context we are referring to workmate co-worker team member escort ally team members the people we are working with the people we are traveling with the people we are doing the work of the ministry with the bible is saying we must search for people who are faithful to be our companions which means that you must have a companion in the ministry you must have a companion you must have a companion Listen, holy men, they must search for faithful people to be their companions. And because Jesus was holy, he had to choose 12 faithful men to be his companions. The Bible said, and these 12, he chose them that Firstly, they might be with him and send them later. The first three years, they were with Jesus. After Jesus died and was resurrected and ascended into heaven, he sent them out. If you are here, you are working with a man of God, you are working with a ministry, you must be a faithful man. You must be a faithful woman. You must be loyal. You must remain loyal. You must be steadfast. You must be dutifully firm. You must be unwavering. Only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. Only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. There are some of you, you are working for ministries, you are working for men of God, and they be only those who are above reproach. We will suck you. That is what the Bible is saying. Every day, your matter is out. Every day, there is something about you. Every day, there is something about you. We will suck you one of these days. The Bible encourages us to suck you. The Bible said only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. Me is the person that is holy. Which means that a holy man must not allow them to serve them. You try them, you advise them, they are not changing, you must suck them. That is what it means. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 19. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 19. The Bible said, putting confidence in an unreliable person in times of trouble is like chewing with a broken tooth. Putting confidence in an unreliable person in times of trouble is like chewing with a broken tooth. The Every day there is something new about you. Every day there is something there. Every day there is something new. Every day there is something they are saying about you. What is wrong? And the Bible is saying if you put your confidence in those people, you are hurting yourself. If you chew gum with a broken tooth, who, who cries at the end of the day? If you chew gum with a broken tooth, ask my wife. She knows. I know what I'm talking about. These days, she has stopped chewing gum. Those days, she would chew all, I always have that. She would chew all my gum until her, 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 her tooth started. 
It's not good by one way or the other. It has saved my gap. Check. The Bible says, chewing with a broken tooth. It is like putting confidence in an unreliable person in times of trouble. It's like chewing with a broken tooth. It is well with your soul. <laughs> or walking on a lame foot if you have a broken leg and you decide to walk on it who is hurting themselves you are hurting yourself so people if you are going to work with us if you are going to work with any man of god if you are going to work with a team if you are a shepherd here you must be faithful and you must be loyal and you must be careful i know i am preaching like bishop Dag, but let me preach like him for a second people only those i repeat only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve the men who are holy so please make sure the, the uh, this life you are living only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me to serve a holy man verse 7 psalm 101 verse 7 psalm 101 i will not allow the six the seventh will of the holy man I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house and liars will not stay in my presence. Can I speak to somebody? A deceiver is a person who can cause you to believe something that is not true. Typically in order to gain some personal advantage. Yeah, deceivers deceivers they are worse than liars who liars only give you false statements things that are not true stories that are not true the person is a liar but a deceiver a deceiver will make you believe in that lie for their personal advantage proverbs chapter 6 verse 16 through 19 proverbs chapter 6 verse 16 through 19 there are six things the lord hates <sighs> We together there are six things the lord hates no he said six and then he said no seven things that he detests or he hates passionately there are seven things that god hates passionately number one verse 17 haughty eyes proud men and women haughty eyes means proud men proud women God hates those who are proud. Number two, a lying tongue. 
Number three, hands that kill the innocent. You see, the Bible is listing seven things that God hates. And the first thing is the proud. The second thing is the liar. Even before a murderer, hey, God hates God hates a liar above a murderer. God. This life, and we have to be careful. Of. The things that we are, we think, oh, this one is as bad, it's worse. This one they say, be careful. The things we think are little could be the things God hates the most. Number one, he hates the proud. Number two, he hates the liar. Number three, he hates the murderer. Number four, he hates those who brought evil. Number five, he hates those who rise to do wrong things. Number six, he hates the false witness. And number seven, he hates those who, who bring or sow discord amongst the family. Some of those people are the slave queens. Slave queens will worm their way into a marriage and they are standing between a man and a wife. This person is sowing discord in a family. And yet, the Bible is saying, according to the list given in the Bible, God hates a liar above that slave queen. If you do not know. God hates a liar above that slave queen who is sowing discord in your family, in your marriage. Be careful. If you do not know, the little things that you think they are little, oh, these things, they are, it's, not, it's no big deal, it's nothing, you know, it's just little things. Be careful. God hates those things with passion. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house. You serve in a ministry, you serve in a church, we realize you are lying day in, day out. You are deceiving us day in, day out. We will sack you. That's what we will do. We will sack you. Do not be a deceiver. Do not be a liar. Stay away from lies. Am I speaking to somebody? You already know about lies. You already know about deception. I won't speak much about it. You already know. But if you do not stop, you will be sacked from serving God. You will be rejected. Eight. Psalm 101 verse 8. The eighth thing or the eighth will of the holy men. My daily task will be to ferret out the wicked <laughs> my daily task my daily task will be to ferret out the wicked free the city of the lord from their grip please in the world they have a statement that they say snitches eat stitches or snitches get stitches please in service to god when people are doing wrong things, report them to your leaders. There are no snitches in the kingdom of God. It is actually a command. As a holy man. The Bible said my daily duty will be to ferret out, to report the wicked people. Report them. The wrongdoers, report them. They are stealing from the church, report them. You think they are your friends, so you won't report them? 
they are your friends so you keep their wrongdoings to yourself god is watching you unless god himself sorry god himself tells you not to do it if not your daily task is to push out the wicked and to free the city of the lord from their grip free the church from the grip of the evil one the wrongdoers what they are doing is wrong correct them what they are doing is wrong correct them free the city free the church free prayer life from the grip of the evil one that is the eighth will of the holy man if you are holy you must learn daily to push out evil from the church Romans chapter 12 verse 21 don't let evil conquer you but conquer evil by doing good doing good is reporting them doing good is confronting them doing good is speaking on their matter doing good is talking to them about it speak to them one-on-one I am not talking about going to sit on television and talking about it go and talk to them my brother this thing is not right my brother this thing is wrong my sister this is not right isaiah chapter 1 verse 17 the bible said learn to do good learn learn to do good seek justice help the oppressed help help the oppressed you know what this person is doing to that person is not right confront them speak to them please stop what you are doing is not right what you are doing is not right it's not right Speak to them, confront them. Conquer evil by doing good. Defend the cause of orphans. Defend the cause of the organists. Defend the cause of the musicians. Defend the cause of the little ones. Defend the cause of the music team. Defend the cause of the little ones, the people in the church, the various departments. Defend them. If they are doing the right thing and people are fighting them, defend them. Fight for the rights of widows. Fight for the rights of, of the poor. Fight for the rights of the people who do not have a voice in the church. Fight for them. These eight things put together is what form the will of the holy man number one let me go over it if you want to be holy number one you will sink of the love and the justice of god number two you will be careful to live a blameless life you will lead a life of integrity even in your comfort zone even in your private space number three you will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar number four you will reject perverse ideas number five you will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors number six you will search for faithful people to be your companions number seven you will not allow deceivers to serve in the ministry or to serve in your house number eight your daily task will be to push out the wicked and to free the ministry or the church of the lord from the grip of the of the evil one do these eight things and ladies and gentlemen you are a holy man you are a holy woman god bless you so much for making time and listening to me numbers chapter 10 the verse number 10 
Numbers chapter 10, the verse number 10. Also in the day of your gladness, in your appointed feast, and at the beginning of your month, at the beginning of your month, you shall blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings and over the sacrifices of your peace offerings, and they shall be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. This is what we do on the first Sunday of every month. We only started this in April when the Lord gave me the instruction that we should begin doing this. That on the first Sunday of every month we are going to receive all your peace offerings and your thanksgiving sacrifices on the first Sunday of every month. We are supposed to do this and it has been our custom from or since April so on the first Sunday of every month we take our Thanksgiving offerings we take our peace offerings that you are saying oh God by the reason of this sacrifice I say thank you for protecting me I say thank you for loving me I say thank you for being with me and by the reason of this sacrifice Lord I thank you for my peace and I declare that my peace will not be abused my peace will not be infringed upon I invoke my peace in Jesus mighty name and I declare throughout the month of November by the reason of my sacrifice my peace is secured nothing shall ever jeopardize my peace nothing shall ever affect my peace my peace of mind and my inner peace this is my thanksgiving sacrifice for what you have done for me throughout the month in Jesus mighty name and I encourage everybody to be a part of this there is no fixed amount you look throughout the month you release a sacrifice you are saying Lord I thank you this is my sacrifice make sure you are honoring the Lord with that sacrifice nobody is going to give you any particular amount no the mobile money number is 059 5302 make sure that you do this thanksgiving offering it is the first sunday of the month and everybody is encouraged to do it those of you who do not know me my name is vincent chamati god bless you so much are there any first timers here this is the very first time you are listening to us i want to see you Please make time, go through the message, listen to the message over and over again until you have built up the will to be a holy man or a holy woman. God bless you so much. See you on Wednesday at exactly 12 a.m. for our midnight vigil. One hour of breakthrough prayers. See you. Bye-bye.